Kale and Company, weekday mornings, 6 till 10. Tuesday morning. Very, very busy couple of days and weeks. Michigan primary today. Joe Biden, Donald Trump both at the border on Thursday. Next week we have Super Tuesday. And uh, also we have the State of the Union. So it's uh, full speed ahead here in 2024 as we get closer to general election season. And the only person really holding that up is hmm, Nikki Haley. 855-839-1210, the phone number. Uh, Still ahead this morning, we're going to have to roast the LA Times as well as the Associated Press on two different stories. One involving the tragedy in Georgia, the other being comedy from SNL with Shane Gillis over the weekend. Cut sheets coming up 745 this morning. By the way, I'm noticing something on on YouTube. By the way, streaming live on YouTube. YouTube. People are giving you comments. Uh, compliments <laughs> youtube.com slash at 1210 wphd so like i i flip in and out of it you know to read the some comments and stuff if there's anything relevant for the show mm-hmm. and for the whatever reason i'm not finding today's live stream very easily and i'm wondering if we're being shadow banned for something on the youtube like homepage. yeah let me pull it up because i have it right here so i'm trying mm-hmm. to i'm i'm i flip in and out of it i do it all yeah morning. i'm clicking on the live tab and i don't see us up yeah Usually, I see Friday, February twenty third. I see yesterday, Monday yep. the twenty sixth. Yes, I are we, is and we are up because I can see us. Yeah, on the no, we, yes, yes, we're. Yeah, so Phil's working. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot of people watching. I just, I'm wondering if other people had a hard time finding today's show. Well, where are you seeing the actual version of the show on well, on YouTube? I website? have to actually go to the twelve ten WPHT um, page homepage. Yeah, and okay, then there it is. Yeah, and then it goes. The, yeah, it's odd though, isn't it? Yes, but it's yeah, it's yes. not under the there live tab like usual. BMCG says yes. I had a hard time finding you too. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. we need a little YouTube blue chew. <laughs> Promo code twelve ten. <laughs> yeah, Dave McComb says I was having I was having issues. Yeah, it's not easy to find today, and that's gonna wow. if yeah. if it's not easy to find, it's gonna bring our numbers down. I don't like yeah. that. Yeah. You know, I'm all about the numbers. Right. The only thing that can derail my numbers is big tech censoring us. I can't see if this is uh, this is not... I don't like this. If they're up to shenanigans, I would just ask YouTube, what did I say in the first hour that was so <laughs> offensive, sir? Or ma'am? Probably I know. Ma'am. Probably a man with pronouns and purple hair. Well, they're referring to the zombie deer. Ah. They do. They stare at you yeah. like a weird, freaky yeah. zombie. Yeah. Everybody who's commenting now says they had a hard time finding it this morning. Okay. Yeah. All right, well, if you can't get there, Odyssey app as well. Plenty of ways. If you can't get us, you're not trying. iTunes, Spotify, 1210 AM, HD radio. You know what we need? We need everybody to go for the YouTube page just to flood the zone with people. So they have to put it in whatever whatever algorithm they have. Cue up the comment at any moment. Told you you should be on Rumble. (laughs) (laughs) Gary said I had a terrible time trying to... Connect this morning. I'm telling you, it's not just me. Okay. Usually, it's okay. right there. It's, it's it's super easy to find. This one, not so much. All right, let's navigate it throughout the next yep. three hours and yep. see if it changes. Yep. Mm. Like, uh, if you're watching right now, just like the page. I just want to see if anything we're doing uh, helps. Yeah. You know, the next time I click in and click out of it. Yeah, consider this live troubleshooting. <laughs> That's what we're doing here. All right, let's get to the news. <laughs> 
your buddy Wayne Bonfiglio says it was easier to find uh, hair on Nick's head than it was to find this. Well, broadcast. yesterday was a non-shave day, so I am a little stubbly. Uh, by uh, twelve o'clock, seven, it'll all be gone again. Seven o five, Wayne wins. Uh, YouTube's a nice work out of Wayne. Yeah. Wait, uh, so you have non-shave days? I shave every other day. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, it's it, razor blades are too expensive to do every day, and your skin can only take so much. So this is Bidenomics impact. That's correct. On- yeah, this Great is like on hair yeah. stubble. This is like Harry's uh, or any of those companies' uh, nomics. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, Razor Blade. You think? And, and I, I started shaving the head wall first of all because I was becoming follically challenged, follically and it, challenged, and it just was not financially feasible to go to a, get a haircut every two weeks because you know it's like thirty thirty five bucks with a tip. And I'm thinking, you know, after the first four or five days of my haircut, the hair looks like crap anyway. So I might as well just start shaving it. So it's cheaper to shave my own head. But the cost of razor blades are expensive. So sales, I know it's a Tuesday, and if you are listening, uh, I am Hello. looking for a shaving deal. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, they'll get right on that. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. We'll, have done. <laughs> we'll have that signed up by 9.15. <laughs> All right, let's get to the news. 7.06, Dawn Stenzlin for round two. And good morning on this warm Tuesday morning, but we'll tell you when it will become wet and warm today. We are sponsored in Kale & Company News Live this morning by the Piazza Auto Group. So an innocent homeowner was one of the victims of a triple shooting. This went down in the Strawberry Mansion section of Philadelphia. Police say at least 28 gunshots were fired right in the area of 27th and Montgomery last evening. 21-year-old man sitting on the couch inside his own home on Marston Street shot in the leg when police say that bullet that was shot out on the street pierced through the wall of his home, striking him in his leg. He is at Einstein Hospital where he was taken. He's in stable condition. And then we know that two other individuals, 25-year-old man as well as a another man, were both taken to area hospitals. One of those men in critical condition this morning. This whole thing under investigation. We also have... The search for another escapee in Philadelphia, and this is making national news, Philadelphia police confirming they're searching for this guy, handcuffed prisoner, outran the officers while escaping from a hospital in the city's Kensington section of Philadelphia. So 29-year-old Aleem Bourdon was in custody for car theft and reportedly has quite a rap sheet and a history of crime. In this case, uh, he saw the handcuffs, and I believe his hand, he was cuffed with his hands behind him and still was able to run away, disappeared somewhere in the 2700 block of Hancock Street. So they are searching for this guy. And if you're keeping count, I believe this is the sixth, sixth such escapee that we've seen in our region. Where people, these... people can't get out of Philadelphia fast enough. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, since I, since we're talking about Kensington and the crime issues going on in Kensington. Philadelphia City Hall has an interesting proposition for dealing with crime, dealing with especially crime that happens in around businesses that are those 24-7 businesses, such as a 24-7 store. They've said, well, the real the real way that they can combat crime in 24-7 overnight stores, stores that stay open overnight, is to shut them down between the hours of 11 p.m. and 6 a.m. Shut them down? Shut them down. Okay. Oh, man. So This is Philadelphia City Council. Okay. They're, they're considering this bill that was just presented uh, before City Council's a committee on L&I licenses and inspections, and they say that it would help the Kensington 
area community to require any commercial business or restaurant located within the boundaries of an area, you know, a certain area in Kensington that they would be shut down, shuttered between the hours of 11 p.m. and 6 a.m. or face a $500 fine per day. That's the answer. Okay. I disagree. Jeez. Yeah. That's that's their answer to it. They said that they've said that late night businesses bring a lot of noise and trash mm. into the community and so just shut it down. Or we could just curfew. Or we just correct the actual yeah. root cause of the problem. <laughs> lock people up. Yeah, but you know, we've seen it across the country. We've seen these, you know, these stores that instead of <laughs> locking up the bad guys, they lock up the deodorant. It's a bizarre world. Yeah, it's so true. We've been talking about license plate scanners coming soon to four Delaware River Port Authority bridges, all of our major bridges in and around the Philadelphia region. Benjamin Franklin, Walt Whitman, Betsy Ross, Commodore Barry. Cameras on those bridges will help police, local police, as well as law enforcement on the national level. level. We're talking about Homeland Security, Amber Alerts, and it would help with um, help police locate cars in criminal investigations because we've had all these carjackings. So the video, by the way, would be monitored by the New Jersey State Police, even though they lead into Pennsylvania. The New Jersey State Police would monitor those. No word yet on when the cameras will be installed. We've got some great stories coming up for you, including Mary Poppins going PG on her 60th anniversary. We'll talk about that moving forward. (laughs) And uh, for the forecast, we're sponsored by Piazza Auto Group at Piazza Honda of Philadelphia, Langhorne, Pottstown, Reading, and Springfield. You get financing as low as 2.9% for 36 months on select new models, including the 20. This is unbelievable. The 2024 Accord, Civic, and the HRV, only for a limited time right now. Shop PiazzaHonda.com today. The forecast, you're going to love it today. We're looking at 64 degrees today. The sun is out. It's a gorgeous morning. Enjoy it. It looks like by the evening, by about dinner time, the rain moves in, so warm and rainy. Then tomorrow, the rain turns. Uh, we also have stormy weather moving through tomorrow. So quite warm, but stormy with uh, potential high winds Moving through tomorrow, but we're loving the, we could set a record for warmth tomorrow, by the way. So we're enjoying mid-60s, feels like spring, Kale and Company News Live. All right, Don, thank you very much. Seven eleven here on this, uh, what are we at? This is Tuesday, Tuesday morning. Had a Joe Tuesday. Biden moment for a second. Uh, we're going to get to Shane Gillis uh, with the LA Times. Also, the Associated Press is absolutely being slammed for uh, a headline that they, they wrote about Lake and Riley and her murder in Georgia. Uh, but I want to give those two stories uh, a full segment. So a couple of thoughts coming in here uh, on social media as far as the uh, comments this morning. Uh, Joe says, we are such a reactive society. Great. Build the wall. Too bad the illegal invaders who want to loot and rape will now be in, uh, sealed inside if it's built. Thank you very much, Joe. Uh, and he's saying thanks, Joe, as in Joe Biden. That tweet coming from Eagles Joe 612. Uh, Salty Vet has a good point and uh, actually sends us a link to a story from Axios about how Joe Biden is struggling and it's a surprise with young voters. Uh, Salty Vet says this is how Donald Trump wins. Run ads showing interest rates and the economy when he was in office versus now. My daughter is two years out of college, and her generation believes they will never own a house. 
which is a fascinating concept that you could graduate college, have a four-year or maybe even a master's degree, and with the current prices of homes, think that maybe home ownership uh, is probably out of the equation for you, especially if you plan on having kids. Uh, We're also getting some tweets about the YouTube uh, stream. Uh Uh, Bob says he had to search for the show today as well. And Long Driveway says... The live stream usually is the first thing that comes up for yep. me. He had to search for it this morning. So, like, the way YouTube works is whatever you watch a lot comes up in your feed as, hey, look, the thing you watch a lot is live right now, so you might want to say it didn't do that this yeah. morning. Which it is, tracks your habits. Yeah, which is, which is odd. Um, so I'm not sure if we're being punished for something. Um, we were down. What did you do? We were down for a little bit yesterday for playing the um, Shane Gillis thing. I have a possible um, solution. Uh, or I think I know mm. what it might be. Okay. YouTube. <gasps> YouTube's owned by Google. Yeah. If you have Gmail as your personal email, mm. I noticed today that Google launched a new homepage for when you log into your email. It just looks different aesthetically. So I'm wondering if since Google and YouTube are you know, um, under the same umbrella, if YouTube just maybe moved things around from a presentation standpoint on their page. Because if you have Gmail, which I mm. do, yeah. and Stalker knows I do because I never check my Odyssey email, um, they, they moved around their homepage, and it's a little difficult to navigate when I was trying to log into my email this morning. So that might, that might explain it. Or we could be being shadow banned. I don't know. I don't know. Just, just wanted to share. Head over to YouTube and and let's try and flood the site with uh, with users and maybe that'll that'll correct the algorithm. Yes. Eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. When we come back, it's all Donald Trump's fault. Not Lorne Michaels. Not NBC. It's Trump's fault. Stay there. It's Kale and Company. Back after this. Bet the NBA with a no sweat same game parlay from FanDuel. In partnership with Valley Forge Casino every Thursday with TNT Thursdays. It doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or already have an account. You'll get bonus bets back if your same game parlay doesn't win on any NBA on TNT game. NBA same game parlays are the perfect way to combine your bets for a chance to score an even bigger payday. You can take the game score. You can take who will score the first basket. You can take how many points a player will have. It's a lot of fun. It makes watching sports, especially are terrible the Sixers are. It's, it, it makes it more entertaining. Trust me. However you want to play, just head to FanDuel.com slash Greg. FanDuel.com slash Greg to bet the NBA with a no-sweat same game parlay with TNT Thursdays. At FanDuel.com slash Greg. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA and the official partner of 1210 WPHT. 21-over, President PA. Minimum three-leg parlay required. Uh, refund issued as not withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Max refund $5, unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms of sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the Kale & Company Podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and on the free Odyssey app. 60% of the time, our information is correct every time. <laughs> The remaining 40% of information is from social media. <laughs> Welcome back in. It's Kale and Company. Not everything needs to be on Twitter. By the way, who? Uh, shout out to whoever did that. That was Sean, uh, Sean Quinn. Yes. Shout out to Sean Quinn for uh, that graphic that was put up. <laughs> By the way, uh, again, I went out of the screen, came back, and it's yesterday's show that comes up. Oh, oh weird. Yeah. Okay. So... All right, well, show has to go on. Sorry, YouTubers, if it's a little more difficult for you, but we also have a 
radio audience to appeal to, <laughs> an, an app audience yeah. to appeal to. Not lot, everything is about the visual. Yeah, a lot more actually on that. So yeah. 855-839-1210, the phone number. So let's get into, because the fallout continues, as I expected it would, from Shane Gillis's performance on Saturday Night Live this past Saturday as he returned five years after being fired from as a cast member, before ever taking the stage as a cast member because they uncovered some raunchy material that they felt was inappropriate. So the Los Angeles Times, the same LA Times that just got rid of, I think, of like a 110,000 employees or whatever the number might have been. It might have been 10,000 employees a couple of weeks ago. And by the way, when we talk about these stories that emanate from newspapers, I get tweets from time to time. Why are you banging on the newspaper industry? This is not great. And I'm like, I, I have nothing against. I mean, I grew up as a newspaper kid. I delivered a newspaper my mom worked at the newspaper for 25 years in the advertising department. Um, I wrote for newspapers. I still love. I'm so, I, on weekends. I still go and get like three or four newspapers. Like I grab the New York Post, the Wall Street Journal, the Philadelphia Inquirer, and the USA Today, and I enjoy physically holding a copy of the newspaper. I love the smell of the newspaper. I love when my fingers get dirty from it. Like I don't. I don't want to have to read things off of a phone or a laptop. I like it. So I don't want to see newspapers go out, but the reality is when you have people like the L.A. Times, the Inquirer, the Washington Post, the New York Times, when they become lapdogs for the far left, it, they're, it's, they're, they're, they're responsible for their own demise. I mean, it's bad enough that people are leaving for digital, but they're not helping their cause with just this pandering to 6% of the population. So the L.A. Times has this headline that says, as with its booking of Nikki Haley, writes a guest columnist, SNL's olive branch to Shane Gillis reflects a dangerous failure to <laughs> learn from the hate movements that blossomed during the Trump era. I mean, first of all, you want to say that bringing on Nikki Haley, remember Nikki was on a couple of weeks ago where she was asking a question as a reporter in the audience. To the fake Trump. To yeah. the fake Trump, right. And now they, they, they take that. So this writer was bothered by that and, of course, is bothered by Shane Gillis. I mean, I think there's a lot of people in this audience. I mean, you guys show up the comedy night at parks. You guys like comedy. Donald Trump did not usher in hate-era comedy or all of a sudden recreate the, hey, it's okay to say the quiet part out loud. I'm thinking in my lifetime, people that I either have consumed as a young kid, an adult, or have went back and looked up on YouTube and watched some of their bits or had old DVDs. I mean, Richard Pryor was raunchy as hell. Louis C.K., I believe, is a cancel culture victim. Dave Chappelle, Andrew Dice Clay, uh, George Carlin, uh, Shane Gillis, and anything from 2016 on, from when Donald Trump got into politics, this is not a Trump thing. We've always had comics that piss people off. This is, this is, I'm so glad you're bringing this up because this is actually what made Saturday Night Live famous. Yes. What made Saturday Night Live good? Who was the first guest host on Saturday Night Live? It was George Carlin. He wasn't a he wasn't a mainstream comic. He was in the counterculture. He was on the fringe, you know, quote unquote fringe because he was edgy. They've always done that. Richard Pryor again. He he used the N word mm -hmm. yes. on 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 uh, on Saturday Night Live. You like, talk you talk about the glory days of SNL. Go back to the original group in the seventies with Dan Aykroyd. That's what I'm. Yeah. I mean, do you think he would be allowed to say today, Jane, you ignorant slut? They they took they used to take edgy people comedians and showcase them. 
because it was the counterculture show. And then somewhere along the line, they became the show of mainstream. Yeah. And we want to appeal to mainstream. We don't want to offend that everybody. And Kate McKinnon yeah. is, is the day after the election is uh, it, it does a cold open on the piano singing hallelujah, crying about Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. Like that is that's when Saturday Night Live decided it was no longer going going to be the counterculture and be the culture comedy should never be politically correct exactly ever yep and it goes beyond snl i mean we've got colbert and these late night hosts that are giving us lectures on abortion and female rights and politics and social justice i'm like who's turning into who's tuning into any of this and turning these shows on at 10 30 11 11 35 whatever time these late night shows come on throughout the week or on a weekend show like snl to be lectured to like that, I think that's the biggest turnoff of all. Like, if I want to be lectured, I'll FaceTime my mother-in-law. And by the <laughs> seriously, man, man, I, I don't want to be. You make no friends. I, on this I show. just like I hate when people <laughs> lecture to me, and I hope I never come off as a lecturer doing this show. I don't ever want to speak down or speak at people. I like conversations, and these people they they just kind of sit on this little pedestal and like they tell you the way it should be. Yeah, I, I just. I, and even late night with Seth Meyers last night, having Joe Biden on, they the bit was them going out to get ice cream at an ice cream shop, and a reporter asked him the question about uh, uh, the Israel-Palestine ceasefire and everything. Like, it's 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 these type of things that it's like no late night shows used to be going against the grain, speaking against whoever's in power. And somehow it became just like the the norm, right? And and we only mock those on the right now. We only mock Trump. We only mock DeSantis. We only mock Republicans. Which and look, SNL's always been left leaning, but at least they were able to go out. I mean, in the nineties, how many skits were done about Bill Clinton and Monica Lewinsky? Of course. But now it's like I mean, and we've said this multiple times on the show. They've done Joe Biden, but they've had to bring in guys like Jim Carrey. They very rarely touch Kamala Harris. I think they bring in Maya Rudolph for that. But they've yet to go after Kareem Jean-Pierre it's, because she checks three boxes. It's funny. I just saw a story. This is an older story, but I just saw a story about how in the 90s, Hillary Clinton actually wrote Lorne Michaels a letter and said how inappropriate it was for for Saturday Night Live to mock – because they did a skit with Bill Clinton, Hillary Clinton, and Chelsea Clinton. Yeah. I think Julia Sweeney or one of them played Hillary Clinton, or um, Chelsea Clinton. And, you know, she was 12 or 13 at the time, mm-hmm. and it was just kind of this awkward... I think Molly Shannon kid. was the one playing Monica Lewinsky, right? Yeah, and and she was like, it, it, it's inappropriate for you to uh, to lampoon my daughter like this. She's just a kid. Mm-hmm. And, and Saturday Night Live apologized for it. <laughs> I mean, like, come on. I would never do that. I get it. You know, some things are maybe you look back and say, yeah, maybe I shouldn't have done that. But like, I don't know. It's you're in the you're in the public light. Like, it's it's all fair game. I'm sorry. It is. is. I I, I totally agree. Vox has an article about Shane Gillis as well, uh, saying SNL is giving Shane Gillis another chance. Here's what that proves about comedy. And they go on to say, in other words, what we're finding out is that in 2024, Gillis's brand of racism is more palatable Racism. than ever. Oh my God. Yes. It's unbelievable. Yeah. And then you talk about all the context as background. Gillis's cultural rehabilitation seems artificial. This whole thing, too, with Shane Gillis about how he 
the only reason he became popular is because uh, of cancel culture and he was canceled is absolutely ridiculous. Shane Gillis became popular because he's funny mm-hmm. and because he goes there and because he pushes the envelope. Because so few comics are willing to do that these days. Yeah. So that's why Shane Gillis is popular. It's not because he was canceled from Saturday Night Live. Mm-hmm. He's he's just he's become popular in spite of that. I agree. So that's the uh, latest fallout. I also have this story here uh, from HollywoodIntoTwo.com. Seattle Comedy Club cancels uh, four unwoke comics. Uh, comics amazing. One of which uh, is a guy uh, who goes by the name of uh, where uh, Dave Smith. He's a libertarian comedy a comedian. He was canceled. Uh, Kurt Metzger, Jim Florentine, Dave Smith, and Louis J. Gomez. They all were sk- funny guys. Are they? All I, funny I do, guys. Yeah. I don't know any of these names, but I'm assuming they push the envelope just like Gillis does. Yeah, the, yeah, they're not PC comedians, and they were scheduled to do the show in Seattle, and the there was so much backlash that the Seattle Comedy Club canceled the show. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, what? Where? What world are we in now? Yeah, this is like Lenny Bruce getting arrested in the '60s for mm-hmm. uh, for inappropriate, you know, for cursing on stage. Like that's what this is becoming. It really is. It's 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 gone from hey, if you don't like this comic or you think they're too dirty or whatever, then don't then don't go see them. Mm-hmm. You're gonna protest them. Yeah. Yep, that's what they do. That's exactly what they do. 855-839-1210 is the number. We'll come back. We have to get into this headline from the Associated Press when it comes to the tragic murder of Lake and Riley in Athens, Georgia, at the hands of an illegal immigrant. Where do you hear what their takeaway was and what they learned from this tragic story? They are absolutely being lambasted for this headline, and we'll get into it when we come back. It's Kale and Company here on this Tuesday morning, the cut sheet in about 15 minutes on Talk Radio 1210. WPHT. But first, let me tell you about my friends at the Piazza Auto Group. What I love about working with our friends from Piazza is the ability to test drive so many cool vehicles. And I've always been an SUV guy prior to getting my truck. And when my truck lease is up, I'm certainly going to consider the 2024. Well, at this point, it'll probably be the 2026 Honda Pilot. But the Honda Pilot Trail Sport, what a phenomenal vehicle. Full-size SUV, third-row seating, super-powerful Great for off-roading, great for expanding bigger families, and it comes with a seven-mode drive system, trail watch, multi-camera view, 18-inch alloy wheels, and wireless Apple CarPlay. And you can explore all of their models and all of the features at one of the five Piazza Honda locations in Philadelphia, Pottstown, Redding, Springfield, and Langhorn. Or just go online right now, conveniently browse their inventory at piazzaautogroup.com. It's Kale and Company On Demand from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the free Odyssey app. As we roll on the cut sheet in just about seven or eight minutes, still ahead this morning, Mary Poppins in the news. Yes, that's correct. You heard that correctly. Mary Poppins in the news. Also, Gavin Newsom says Joe should debate Donald Trump and uh, the big guy also is bragging that he was able to break the law when he told SCOTUS to go pound sand with student loans. We'll get to that story this morning. And also, where do you hear what Wendy's has in mind for you? If you are a cheeseburger connoisseur, a fast food drive through kind of guy or gal, 
Yeah, you might not like what you hear coming up in just a little bit. But a lot of people did not like what they read from the Associated Press. And they are being slammed. The AP is being absolutely crushed for the framing of Lake and Riley's murder uh, in uh, Athens, Georgia. Not on migrant crimes, but the dangers. And every female listening, I want you to think about this for a second. Dawn Stensland included. The dangers that female athletes face. So here you have the Associated Press, and their takeaway is as follows. Quote, Riley's death has once again put the spotlight on the dangers female runners face. Previously, the 2018 death of University of Iowa student Molly Tibbetts while out jogging prompted an outpouring from other women who shared their tales of being harassed and followed. So this is the same Associated Press that typically does not have an issue with transgender men competing in female sports, defeating female athletes in their sport, and or potentially injuring them in said female biological sports. Yet now their takeaway is, well, we are concerned about the dangers that female runners face. I, I This to me is bizarro world. This is upside down land we're living in. Where your takeaway is, as an esteemed, um, well, I guess the Associated Press, a wire service, whatever you want to call them, they're not specifically just a newspaper, because you see AP stories in every publication that you know prints, you know, a newspaper. Now we're concerned about the. It, so you're not. It's not about the border. It's not about the the heinous act. It's the dangers that female runners faces. So, like, I don't know. I would assume we've got some females out there that take jogs in the spring, in the summer, in the fall, perhaps even the winter. I almost, when I read some of these quotes from this article, it's almost like they're saying, well, here's what females need to do to better ensure their safety. And I'm thinking, no female should have to worry about their safety going for a jog when somebody who is in the country illegally, like this is a totally avoidable tragedy. If you want to say that Biden and Alvin Bragg have blood on their hands, be my guest, you are not wrong in saying that. But I can't believe of all the slants, of all the ways certain um, you know outlets cover a story, we're looking at it from the dangers that female athletes face. I, I, Don, I'll, I'll defer to you. You're a female. You, you've got an athletic background, and you've certainly talked to Riley Gaines and, and a lot of people that have been dealing with these issues. It seems like now's a funny time to talk about the issues that females face. Well, it's, it's great that you brought up Riley Gaines because that's where I'm going. That headline would be appropriate if it if it applied to some of the stories that Riley Gaines has highlighted. And just wasn't it yesterday you showed that uh, video on the YouTube with Greg Stalker as far as uh, basketball players yeah. and this huge guy Knocked playing out women's. Girls. Yeah, and, and the, the coach finally said, oh, we're good. We're going to the championships anyway, forfeit the whole thing. Mm-hmm. So those headlines would be appropriate <laughs> during those situations. But in this one, and Molly Tibbet, by the way, was... Also, she was the Iowa runner, and yep. she uh, she had been on the track team as you know as a teenager. But she was murdered by an illegal mm-hmm. individual who then was convicted of murder, and that was during the Trump administration. At the time, Trump was very vocal, saying that you know we need better border security. Yep. And so, yeah, the fact that the AP made this it, it's just such an insult 
Uh, and that, you know, the family of the victim here, I can't even imagine seeing that headline. No, it's it's awful. Uh, <laughs> somebody came out and said one of the comments, pretty sure that's not the lesson yeah. to be had here. Uh, and then one lady uh, says, hi, female athlete here. I ran this exact trail every single week of my college career. I guess I could have been snuffed out before I graduated, had a career, family, and the professionals at the Associated Press would lie about the suspect because it fits a preferred narrative. And that's, I think, been the whole complaint, really, since this happened. The murder was last Thursday. They found the guy late Friday into Saturday. And whether it's local papers like the Atlanta Journal-Constitution or wire services like the AP and any other nationally uh, recognized publication, they're just, they're, they're, what they're really doing is they're tippy-toeing, or tippy-toeing around the actual issue. Not only the issue, but the way they present it, the way they label it and frame it. They're so afraid to use the words illegal immigrant. I mean, you're never going to see them say illegal alien, despite the fact that piece of documentation I gave you yesterday that Joe Biden has at his disposal, which is worded that Joe Biden could temporarily suspend access to illegal aliens. Now, I'm not sitting here and saying that everybody that comes across the southern border has sinister intentions. I think more people than not are probably just coming for a better life and capitalism. But there is a sizable amount of bad hombres, bad characters, bad dudes coming from Mexico, from China, from the Middle East. And they are not only coming here, they're, they're coming here and committing crimes It's like they don't care if they get caught because they're going to be released. ICE will not detain them and deport them, and they're going to stick around. And this guy had a rap sheet a mile long. I've also got this story here as a Venezuelan migrant. uh, This is courtesy of Fox News. Brags about living off of taxpayers and urges his followers to unite behind the Times Square shooter. Think about that. Venezuelan migrant Leonel Moreno posted a video and they're on social media, by the way, which is how they're commuting, communicating with people back home. He posted a video to his social media urging his over 300. By the way, he's got 300,000 followers A Venezuelan migrant has 300,000 followers and he's urging them to unite and pay the fines of the 15 year old migrant who allegedly shot a tourist in Times Square earlier this month. They are bragging. They know it's a joke. They come here. They insult police. They, they'll take your taxpayer dollars. They'll take their $10,000 preloaded debit card. And then they tell their buddies to come here. And they literally flip you the bird. We saw the, 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 the two suspects coming out in New York about a month ago after they were initially arrested. Remember all the cameras were lined up to get a shot of them. And the one kid was wearing a Kobe Bryant jersey. And he's giving the middle finger to the cameras. These aren't. These, we're not getting a bunch of Rhodes Scholars and future pastors of churches coming to this country, all right? We're getting some bad people with sinister intentions that are probably career criminals. By the way, it's almost like what Trump said in 2016 or 2015 yeah. is true. Yes. Yeah. They're emptying out their prisons and saying, you take them. Yes. You sanctuary city. You want to be the good Samaritan and take our bad people that we have no use for? When can we do that in America? When can we empty out our prisons and dump them off in another country and say, here, you deal with uh, it. I would, mm-hmm. we, we should do that. What a great idea. Kale and Company uh, prison road trip. Yeah. We'll just go to all the prisons. Yeah. We'll load and, up the bus. And we'll send them to uh, Venezuela. Yeah. We'll send them to where else? Uh, Ecuador. Yep. Peru. 
Yeah. We'll drop them off in the Middle East. We'll oh, drop the Middle them off East, China. Yeah, yeah. We'll get our bus driver from Ohio. I'm done with this. <laughs> She'll be the one leading the charge, like in uh, 48 hours when Eddie Murphy's on the bus leaving the prison. Yep. And then the bikers come out and uh, blow the bus up. All right, 7:46, right on time. Well, about a minute late. It's time for a Tuesday edition of What's on the Cut Sheet. on this Tuesday is sponsored by Cherry Hill Volvo where relationships matter. They strive to do what is right. They work hard to match you with the perfect Volvo and always go the extra mile for their customers. Judith Yosef and the entire team look forward to meeting you. Check them out at Route 70 in Cherry Hill. Cherry Hill Volvo where relationships matter. Thank you Cherry Hill Volvo for sponsoring the ever important Tuesday edition of What's on the Cut. She's starting with Cut 11 here, Phil. Um, So Joe Biden was on Late Night with Seth Meyers last night, and he was, they were recording one of their wacky bits, Nick Hale, Don Sandlin. Wacky bits. They do wacky bits? Yeah. Uh, where Seth and uh, a, the president go to an ice cream store and eat ice cream, because, you know, our president likes ice cream. Mm-hmm. So this made news because there were reporters there, and they asked about uh, Israel. Hamas war, a possible ceasefire. He broke news by saying what he did. The thing that's funny to me is that this news is going to be shot all around the world, and our president looks like a guy in an old folks' home eating um, uh, custard. Cut, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, this is what he said to reporters. Cut 11, Phil Go. Well, I hope by the beginning of the weekend. I mean, the end of the weekend. At least my, my, my national security advisor tells me that we're close. We're close. It's not done yet. And my hope is by next Monday, we'll have a ceasefire. By next Monday, they're going to have a ceasefire. Yeah, it could be by the beginning of the weekend. It could be the end of the weekend. It could be Friday afternoon as a news dump. It could be Monday morning. I'm more worried about my waffle cone and my two scoop. (laughs) Which, by the way, the guy next to him also, I don't know if that's a Secret Service member. No, that's Seth Meyers, Nick. Oh, is that Seth Meyers? I only saw a little bit of his nose. (laughs) I just saw saw a guy in a suit. I couldn't tell. (laughs) Can we go back? I didn't realize that was Seth Meyers. We just put the video up, Phil. If we could just freeze. I didn't... I caught like the tail end of it when I looked oh, over. Um, does anybody else find it kind of concern? Okay, that is Seth Meyers. Boy, he's aged. Wow, <laughs> he looks like Gavin Newsom in that video. <laughs> Look how is that? That looks like gray hair, right? I, I don't know. I don't looks know. a little gray to me. But the, the point I was going to make is he's fifty. Seth Meyers is fifty. He's wow. fifty. Okay, man, I'm getting old too. Man, time's yeah, flying yeah. by. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody that I used to think was funny 20 years ago is now old, uh, and they're not funny. Um, so here's the thing. You're asked, I, I, I don't know, to me, you're in a suit, you're eating ice cream. There's a serious issue going on here. There's a war going on in the Middle East. There are hostages. There's countless people dead. And you've got a uh, half of a mouthful of chocolate chip ice cream. <laughs> That's what I, yes. and, and you're like, uh, well, I've been told that we're close. I, like, dude, really? Dude, I'm telling you, that is a really, really bad image. If he was going to make this announcement, yeah. I'm fine with it. And by the way, I I hope that he's correct. Right. But if he's going to make this announcement, ha- make this announcement somewhere formal. Yes. Don't do it on a late night show right. eating ice cream because you look like an old doddering fool. Right. And that's not the right um, setting or venue to be breaking policy decisions 
on a late night show. This is supposed to be humor, even though that show's not remotely funny. But let's think about it the other way around. Let's flip the script. Imagine Donald Trump at a McDonald's, and he's got a pickle and an onion falling out of his lip. <laughs> and he says, yeah, we're close to finishing an executive order. And then you, the, the networks would run with it the next yeah. day. Look at this. Pre- this is the leader of the free world. He's got ketchup <laughs> falling out of his lips. Mustard. And mustard. Definitely mustard. And this guy's getting a double scoop. Uh, yeah. Well, I tell you, I mean, I got to be honest. And this and- might this might be an un- unpopular opinion. In, in the world of desserts, ice cream's a little overrated. Oh, what? I, I, a little overrated. I agree with you. I agree with I, you. Yeah, I like an ice cream from time to time. This guy eats it like I drink water. <laughs> it's really odd. I, ice cream is basically a health food. Yeah, it is. I've heard that. Is it? It's with so all the, with all the sugar in it? He's kidding. She's kidding there. My oh. lord, man. Are we sure that was it's Seth? Very Myers? literal today. He's very Are you literal sure today. that was Seth Meyers? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, who's that? A Secret Service expert? It's like, no, it's the host of the show that he's on. <laughs> Shows you how much I've watched of him in the last fifteen years. So by the way, we have two more uh, clips from Biden. I just want to, I just want to say this too that we've been having issues uh, with YouTube this morning. If you went there or you went to the YouTube page um, and you couldn't find us, you, you have to hit the subscription thing for twelve ten WPHT. Oh, so you have to subscribe. Well, no. Well, yeah, you have to kind of type in 1210 WPHD. So I'm not sure if we're being shadow banned or what, but I'm asking everybody to like flood YouTube right now to, to, to kind of reset the algorithm so we turn up in people's feeds. Cause right now, what I am saying is, is that we're not, uh, we're, we're you, not turning up in people's feeds. You, you know, when we have issues sometimes with the app, there's like yeah. an Odyssey ha- help desk Twitter feed. Yeah. Is there a YouTube Twitter handle so that there, we could tweet and say, hey, what's going on? There is. Somebody actually from YouTube got back to me. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. Nice. And said. Probably a robot. Oh, it's 100% a robot. Said this. To confirm, are you experiencing the same issues? If yes, your recommendations on the homepage can be influenced by your activity on YouTube, Google, and Chrome. You can improve yours by managing them with these steps. And then mm, they give yeah. they give me steps that I'm 100% not going to do. Yeah, that makes me want to throw my phone out the window. Yeah, so I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully everybody... <laughs> By, by the way, when you have issues and they give you like these bot chats and you want to get a customer service rep on the phone, is it not the most difficult thing it of is. all time now? Yeah, it is. It's like you hit zero or you hit one and it's like, I didn't recognize what you hit. Please follow these prompts. By the way, Misfit Toy on YouTube uh, has the comment of the morning so far talking to you, Nick Hale. He says, ice cream is overrated. Are you a psychopath? No, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a communist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, um, is, it is overrated. Yeah, it is. Not. I think cake's overrated as well. I'm more of a pie and a donut guy. Cheesecake. And do you like your pie a la mode? <clears throat> little yeah. ice cream on there? The Rock loves pie. <laughs> Soggy donuts. Boomer Greg doesn't understand you. <laughs> I am. I'm the, I'm the oldest. I'm it's, pretty old, too. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are just old souls. Yeah. Or just dumb. Um, so... Seth Meyers last night asked Joe Biden about uh, his agenda for 2024. And you would think that this would be a layup for Joe Biden. Um, but, of course, he referred to it as his agenda for 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, everybody. It's just these are just normal things. Not that a joke. <laughs> these people do, right? Yeah. Cut 13, Phil. Go. And we 
What do you would you want to do? What's your 2024 agenda? Because I feel like we live in such crazy times that that is one of the things I feel we hear less about. Look, the 2020 agenda is to finish the job. <laughs> For example, we're now in a position where we have the strongest economy of any major nation in the world. Number one, we've got a way to go yet. Inflation is down 880,000 manufacturing jobs. You know, we have uh, 14 million new jobs. The unemployment rate is the lowest it's been for the longest time. We're building wealth for people. But it really, we have to do more. First thing I have to do is stop it from being turned around. For example, you said you talked about the border didn't pass. Well, guess what? We're going to pass that border. It's overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly supported by Republicans and Democrats in the House and Senate. But because I don't know this for a fact, but I was told that... Trump was picking up the phone, calling the Speaker of the House, saying, don't let it pass. Why? Not because he doesn't think it's good, because it will benefit Biden. That's no way to run a country. That's no way to deal. We didn't need, even when we had real divisions back when I was a young senator among Democrats and Republicans. You, that, that, that wasn't the way it worked. And look, I think, let me put this is not your father's Republican Party. This is, they got about 30% of the Republican Party controlling it all. And, uh, and I think it's, we're going to break it. When it. Listen, Steve, my goal for 2016 <laughs> is as follows. <laughs> he's got the wrong year. He probably has no idea he's talking to Seth Myers, and I can confirm after seeing that is Seth Myers. Um, <laughs> but, like, you're going to sit here and talk about your economic numbers. You're still way above where we were before you took over. So, yes, they came down. But, my God, they couldn't go up any higher. Were we really going to get it 11 12% inflation? We're still looking at costs, especially at, at the grocery store, 17 to 19% higher than yeah. where we were. Yeah. Um, Painful. Seth Meyers asked him about how uh, Americans can be reassured about his old age. Mm. <laughs> well, getting the year of the election right from that would help. I was just going to say that. Let me ask you guys a question. If you're, no matter who the president is, whether it's somebody you like or agree with or don't, he says the wrong year. Do you stop him or do you just let him keep going? Um, if I'm the interviewer? Yeah. Uh, I, I would just say the year. I, I probably oh, yeah. would because I'm I'm anal like that. Although I, I know he's never gonna he's never gonna get corrected on, on a, a comedy show. A comedy show. <laughs> a late night talk show. <laughs> yeah. Never gonna happen. I just think I wouldn't stop it. Yeah. I would just say twenty twenty four. You yeah. know what I mean? I would I would just I would just say that yeah. just say the year. Yeah, you just do like what you do when I say ran and run in the wrong Exactly. You just jump all over me yeah. like, like a pit bull. Well, not right. jump, just just like insert it. By the way, Dawn, uh, remember in the six o'clock hour, you said you you needed a new fence, and I said if you have a fence company, yeah, I'm gonna uh, sales who's driving into work right now is gonna hate this, uh, but I'm gonna plug them because uh, uh, Stephen emailed me a uh, super fence in Ardmore. Oh, Stephen, they would love they super. would love to do. Uh, also, by the way, uh, the guy who runs this is in a uh, Ozzy Osbourne Black Sabbath cover band. Wow. He, he showed up to one of Zioli's cool. um, events in Cape May, mm -hmm. and he looks and sounds just like Ozzy. So that's why you wanted to read the tweet, and that's why you wanted to talk about it. 100%. Yeah. Super Fence and Ardmore. Just throwing that that out there as uh, sales is, uh, cool. is you know, driving off the road Thank right you, now. Stephen. How about, those, um, how about those razor blades? Yeah. <laughs> I remember Stephen. <laughs> I'm sure... Uh, I'm sure on the other station they're talking about life advice for, for one of the hosts. So yeah, sure life advice. All of the all the salespeople are just tuned into that. Yeah. Anyway, here's your life advice. 
Let's rank our free agents for the Eagles. <laughs> how long? How much longer can we milk this AJ Brown controversy? Mm. Anyway, um, so Seth Meyers asking about um, how Americans be in, can be reassured about Joe Biden's old age. This is cut fifteen. Phil, go. All jokes aside, according to recent polling, this is a real concern for American voters. How do you address that concern going forward as you come up to the twenty twenty four election? Well, a couple of things. Number one, you got to take a look at the other guy. He's about as old as I am, but he can't remember his wife's name. Yeah. And, uh, number one. Number two, <laughs> it's about how old your ideas are. Look, I mean, this is a guy who wants to take us back. He wants to take us back on Roe v. Wade. He wants to take us back on a whole range of issues that are 50, 60 years. They've been solid American positions. And, uh, and I really mean this sincerely. The... Uh, I think it's about about the future and everything, every single thing we've done. I think we've got some good things done. Everything. And we, they told us we couldn't get them done because things were so divided. And uh, but I think everything, everything we've gotten done, he's just friendly stated he wants to do away with you get selected. And I really think his views on where to take America are older than anyway. I don't want to get <laughs> You talked about bipartisanship. Wait a second. Right, so he drops the anyway there, which you know he's out of gas. Anyway. It means he lost his train of thought. He did. And I was actually, up until that point, I was getting ready to say he relatively, I think he answered that pretty well. The, the crowd, whether you thought the joke was funny or not, the crowd ate it up. And then he starts talking about new, it's not about your age, it's about the, uh, the age of your ideas. That was actually a pretty, I thought, witty response. But as he goes on, it, it becomes a, you know, a, a poop hole. Yeah, and especially since he was the one who signed everything, he reversed everything Trump did, including yeah. the border wall, including the, the economy, may lose Pennsylvania over over energy and over the po- the Biden policies that even the Democrat senators here are upset about as far as energy and gas and fuel, uh, you know, but he was the one who reversed everything Trump did, not the other way around. True. Very valid. He point. was obsessed with it. By, by the way, let me just say this about he made a reference there, and this has been going around for a couple of days. I'm sure, Dawn, you're all over this, but I, I just wanted to say this. There's this there's this news story that, that went around at CPAC that Donald Trump forgot Melania's name. And you you know me. You know I'm not a Trump apologist. That is the biggest BS story I've ever seen. He's talking about who's who's the wife of Matt Schlapp? Mercedes Schlapp, right? Mercedes, yeah. So he is talking about something, and he references Mercedes at the same time he's talking about his wife. And people were like, see? He forgot his wife's name. He was referencing somebody else's wife. And they're alleging he called Melania Mercedes. Mercedes, yes. Well, Zioli and Opelka were there. Did they confirm this, or are they saying this is BS? I have no idea. I would love to hear from them, because they were there for multiple days. I just, I saw the story, and I was just like, like, really? We're we're doing this now? I mean, it's just... It's ridiculous. Yeah, but he's got to see. Joe's got to be very careful when he takes a shot at Trump. If he's going to start talking about forgetting or using the wrong names, for every time Trump gets something wrong, Joe's done it 113 times. Yeah. So you probably want to stick to like a different topic. Like if you're jabbing at somebody, like if me and Greg were to get into a beef, I wouldn't start talking about his hair because I have none to stand on myself. Right. Like I would go for a different category or a different subject. 
you probably shouldn't throw stones if you live in a glass house, Joe, of forgetfulness. That would be my advice. But the crowd ate it, the crowd ate it up. That's all that matters, right? In that, in that setting, yeah, for those people watching that show at 12.35 a.m. Eastern Time or whenever that program comes on, they probably giggled. By the way, 1,400 of you. By the way, Patrick uh, on the YouTube chat says, hey, I made it in. Hard time finding you guys. Well, welcome. Ah, just Glad you made it. Yes. Okay. Patrick. Did we put the... Ooh. Let me ask a question. Did we put the wrong... <laughs> did we put the wrong show in the URL? Like, did we put yesterday's show? Is that why yesterday's show? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who does that. I think Phil does, does that. Does Phil do that? Yeah. Does Dorenzo do it? I not. No? no, I think Phil does it. All right, because I was... Anyway, YouTube.com slash at 1210WPHE. Between you and Dawn, he gets fired every day. Oh, well, and then we've got DeSantis. Anthony, you are fired. Uh, By the way, hat tip to Michael Pelka for finding uh, this one. Uh, Jeopardy went woke last night. I saw this. (laughs) So this is, it's a little hard to hear because it was recorded off Michael Pelka's TV, (laughs) but uh, good job by him finding this. Uh, By the way, I'm not going to lie. I occasionally watch Jeopardy. I do too. Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm a Jeopardy fan. I there was there was different portions of my life for little pockets of time where I would watch uh, a little Wheel of Fortune and a little Jeopardy. <laughs> yeah, sitting there with my clicker. Um, so one of one of the questions in last night's Jeopardy was this. This is cut a fourteen. Phil, I'll play it. I'll play it a couple times because it's really hard to hear and it goes by really quick. Cut fourteen. Phil, go. Parts of speech six. Zem, Zeers, Zemself. Chris. What are pronouns? Those are pronouns. Neo pronouns. You have 62. Oh, my God. See, what Chris should have done there is is when he saw those pop up, he said, you know what? I'm out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Take my 6,200 and give it to the guy at the middle podium. Uh, one more time uh, for those who may have missed it. Cut 14. Go. Parts of speech six. Parts of speech. Zem, Zeers, Zemself. Chris. What are pronouns? Those are pronouns. Neo pronouns. You have 62. Neo pronouns? Yeah, we've mm-hmm. heard these in the TikTok videos. Yep. There's all sorts of different pronouns that have been created in the last three years. What does that mean, I, neo pronouns? I, I have no idea. I don't. They made I, it all up. It's, yeah. It's a, you know how when you're a kid and you made, like my brother and I, we made up our own language. You know how yeah. you do that? That's what they did. They made up yeah. their own language. You know, as I see that clip there and I see the podium, this is where I miss um, Burt Reynolds. <laughs> And this is where Turd, this is where Turd Ferguson needs to come out with the funny hat and the podium and just hijack the show right now. <laughs> if you watched SNL in the '90s, you know what I'm talking about. Celebrity Jeopardy. Jeff uh, Jeff writes, Greg, I got right in. Meaning the YouTube. Uh, the only shadow banning is your hair. <laughs> sure, what that means. Ouch. Not I have sure a that. full butt guys and beard. <laughs> not, sure, not sure what that means. <laughs> but if it's an insult to me, I love... Just random swipes. I love people who take shots at me. Hey, head on a swivel, folks. You never know. <laughs> um, by the way, good job to my... Uh, Jeopardy going woke. I, yeah. That's awful. Yeah, it is. I mean, and the fact that that guy knew it, he buzzed in right away. He did. He, I'm, I bet he was pissed that wasn't the Daily Double. <laughs> <laughs> Can What if he went off and said... Uh, uh, Something like BS phrases that people are trying to make us say that aren't real. Oh, that would have been great. Or something like that. I mean, that guy would have been booked on every talk radio <laughs> show in the country. Um, not many days that I have you, uh, that I agree with Dr. Phil. Mm. But yesterday, he may, have, uh, he may have swayed me. Yeah, he's been making sense the last year or so. So he went on The View, 
and he explained how damaging, harmful, and unnecessary it was to shut down schools during COVID. Of course, the ladies of oh. the view had to uh, had to fight him on this. Ooh, he went into the lion's den. Yeah. Um, by the way, like, does he have a book or something? Why is he? He's like everywhere now. He's he's been on the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah, he's I saw. been in a lot of spots talking about things that are right of center that a lot of people have uh, shared their views on since 2020. So he's he's kind of like I think Bill Maher, where he's I think starting to become more and more common sense, where it's a lot of this stuff is undeniable and it's yeah. no longer right wing conspiracy chatter. Uh, cut four, Doctor Phil, go. In like oh eight oh nine, smartphones came on, and and kids started they stopped living their lives and started watching people live their lives Mm. and so we saw the biggest spike and the highest levels of depression anxiety loneliness and suicidality since records have ever been kept Mm. and it's just continued on and on and on and then COVID hits 10 years later and the same agencies that knew that are the agencies that shut down the schools for two years Who does that? Who takes away the support system for these children? Who takes them away and shuts it down? And by the way, when they shut it down, they stopped the mandated reporters from being able to see children that were being abused and sexually molested, and in fact sent them home and abandoned them to their abusers with no way to watch, and referrals dropped 50 to 60%. So, there was also a yeah. pandemic yeah, going was, on, they were trying to save They were trying to save kids' well. lives. Stop, Remember, stop. we know a lot of folks who died. Stop during this so it wasn't people weren't laying Uh, around eating bond but well you know what we're lucky maybe we're lucky they didn't because we kept them out of the 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 places that they could be be sick because no one wanted to believe we had an issue are you saying no school children died of covid i'm saying it was the safest group they were the less vulnerable yes. group, Boom. and they He's suffered dummy. and will suffer more from the mismanagement of COVID than they will from the exposure to COVID. And that's not an opinion. That's a fact. Yes. And listen to the applause. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yes. The, and the, I think there was, uh, I saw another video clip, a different angle, different version, where the, the crowd was really mm-hmm. like, yes. The, 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 the risk reward for students was so minuscule. The chance of children, and yes, we know there were some children that died, but there's far more people that were set back socially, communication skill-wise. We've seen the scores where they're a grade to a grade and a half to two grades behind. And there's many people you can blame. I'll blame this one. Really pisses me off. We got Randy Weingarten out there playing politics. We've seen her emails be exposed. She says one thing publicly, yet she's advocating on her keyboard for something else to the teachers' union. Um, I still don't know that we can truly quantify it yet. We might not know the true impact until 2030. We're never going to as long as that mindset from those ladies is out there. Mm. Because there's always going to be like, well, we protected people and we saved lives. Like, well, did we, though? Like, did we? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and it's, it's I'm glad to see more people coming out and having that thought that we on this radio station had for four years. But it, it, it's still not enough. No, I believe the majority of people think like the ladies on The View do. I totally agree. Remember when Children's Hospital of Philadelphia came out, and this was very unpopular at the time, and they said the, the their ER, the e- emergency department, the ICU, was packed mm-hmm. full. 
not of kids with COVID at all, mm-hmm. kids with self-harm and mental health in, in crisis, that they were packed. And that's when the teachers protested right here in Philadelphia, made national news outside CHOP because the CHOP um, policy group said in the heat of COVID, exactly what Dr. Phil is now quoting them, basically, and the teachers union was picketing outside of Children's Hospital Philadelphia because all they were saying was the truth. Yep, yep. Look, when the next time we have a pandemic, if the figures and the mortality rates are almost identical to COVID, uh, we should never, ever, ever again allow any government agency to tell us what businesses are essential and which ones need to close. We should never go back to virtual schooling again. And just here's here's a wild novel concept. Just protect the vulnerable group and let the rest of people go on with their lives. That's not being rude to grandma. Grandma needs to stay away from it. Grandma needs to wear a KN95. I got it. She needs to get the booster. I got it. But, you know, a nine-year-old doesn't need to have a mask on, doesn't need the vaccine. Uh, if you if, Look, if you're a parent, you can get you do whatever you want. I'm just saying the data overwhelmingly shows it's probably not necessary if your child is healthy. I agree with you and everything you're saying, but I really think that if we really want to understand what happened, we need to do a full decompress and a full breakdown of what happened, how it went wrong, why we did what we did, and the impact and the failures that we 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 did to our children by letting them. And look, I'm not you know I'm not sitting here saying that I was out there. I'm like I don't care anything. I kept I kept my son home for a year and a half. Uh, but it wasn't because of COVID. It was because of of I didn't because want to, you and Zioli had babies, and I didn't want him. I didn't want to put him into a daycare and have him have to wear a mask for the first year and a half of his life. Yeah. So I emptied my bank account, hired a nanny, and and we you know we did that for a year and a half because yeah. it, it it made sense. For me, but yeah. I'm just saying that, like we we as a society need to really uh, realize what we did. Well, I think there's a lot of people that have kind of moved on from the standpoint of ever expecting accountability. We're never going to have accountability. Like we're ne- Fauci is never going to be held responsible for anything. The pharmaceutical companies have far too much protection in this country from liability. I mean, all these people that were, you know, like the and even the talking heads, like. That nut job from Baltimore, Maryland, Dr. Leanna Wen, we should keep the unvaccinated contained in their homes. Election nut job. Has she ever been held accountable for a ridiculous... And that's not a talk show host. This is somebody who is a, a medical expert. She's a doctor. And she's saying, Let, let's keep the unvaccinated contained to their homes. Uh, by the way, Sergeant Mark Fu, who's on the uh, YouTube chat, says Dr. Phil is trying to start his own network. That's why he's he's going around. Oh, is that right? Like a TV network mm-hmm. or something? I guess he's bilked out the mainstream networks for too many millions. He's got <laughs> yeah, starting to dry up. And Margaret, I believe, said that he also has a book out. So oh, I mean, that's why pushing he's, his book. Yeah, he's pushing his book. By the way, federal data shows COVID-19 uh, less than 1% of all deaths attributed to of children have been attributed to COVID-19, but mm. I would even question how many of those had comorbidities. Yeah, of course. Because exactly. remember, and that was something that Ron DeSantis actually highlighted, was that they get money. It, 
they, they get the COVID money if they mm-hmm. say, well, they had, yeah, they, they attribute it to COVID, yeah. mm-hmm. even though the kid had cancer. Well, there was, um, and you can find these, they're still floating around on social media or the internet. There's the financial incentives. There's screenshots from these companies that incentivize doctors to recommend the vaccine and the booster. Mm-hmm. For So if you're, uh, you know, you have a general practice in Bluebell and uh, you're recommending, you know, the latest Johnson & Johnson or Moderna or Pfizer or whatever company, every time one of your patients would get the latest vaccine or the booster, that doctor gets compensated for it. He's like on a commission. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the warped world we live in in the United States when it comes to big pharma. The incentivization of stuff that really you probably don't need. Uh, Ant Farmer, who I believe is a, a, a troll, says Greg is a loser. Thank well, you, you're buddy. just thank you, buddy. You're like a pinata today. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a bunch of Tootsie Rolls pop out of you during a commercial. No, people say, <laughs> I mean, rolls. I say it all the time, free speech yeah. is here. I, I, I don't censor anybody, even if they're trashing me. By the way, another another thing I was never a big fan of was the pinata, where I love swinging and oh, hitting the pinata, but when it go. finally busted and all the candy ran out and fell out, all the kids diving on the floor for it, like, I just wanted to be the one to hit the, the last hit that, you know, yeah. you know, bust the dam. Do you put pennies in there, too? No. I, put threw, pennies. I, used to, I used to throw pennies in the wishing well at the mall. <laughs> Now I wish I had some of those pennies. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. It's a good point. Bidenomics, baby. It's a good point. Uh, Joy Reid thinks we have too many kids in the world. No, I have two. I, I have two myself. <laughs> um, she says, "Why do we need more kids? Because there's you know so many people in this world already." Mm. Um, she wow. thinks it's to make them do the work that migrants are doing now. <laughs> She's and, an angry woman, and, and she's. So, Joy Reid was she was on the View or is this on her show? No, the, it looks like this is a hostage video of some sort. Oh, this she's is, at AOC's apartment. Yeah, I, it looks like she went on X and uh, gave this video from uh, the toilet. youtubecom slash at twelve ten wphd youtubecom slash at twelve ten wphd Hopefully, uh, you're not having trouble getting on the YouTube uh, page because a lot of people are. But if you are we, having trouble with Joy Reid coming up, now's the time you want to lose transmission. We believe we believe uh, we believe we're being shadow banned. Uh, somebody said that they they may have realized that uh, that we're a we're a free speech station. The show's so getting too popular. <laughs> they, folks. they might want to shadow ban us next. Okay, c- cut one here. Uh, Joy Reid on why do we need more kids? Cut one. The United States has a population of north of three hundred twenty-seven million people. Why do we need more kids? I mean, your party, Senator Tuberville, is the one screaming that. 10 million immigrants, which I don't even know that that number even makes any sense because it doesn't, um, have streamed into the country since Joe Biden has been president. And you're claiming that that's too many people, that if more people come into the southern border, this is some sort of crisis because we, we've got too many people and we've got no more space and we can't afford more people. But now you're saying we need more kids. Can you explain who's the we and what's the purpose? You're also a senator from the state of Alabama. God help the people there. Are you saying the state of Alabama needs more kids? Why does the state of Alabama need more kids? More kids for what? There was a time when the state of Alabama absolutely needed more kids because, you know, Alabama was a slave state. And the mandate of the planter class in Alabama was for black women to produce more kids because those kids were property. And they could work more kids and make more money on their plantations. Wow. 
Are you saying the state of Alabama needs more kids because you think that those populations will include people who are maybe destitute and desperate enough if you kick out the immigrants like a lot of y'all want to do and you can make them do the work that the migrants are doing now? Wow. I, I don't even know where to go from that. <laughs> right, first of all, Tommy Tupperville, for those who don't know, is a, I believe, a congressman in Alabama. He used to be, he's either a congressman or a senator. He used to be the uh, the head football coach at Auburn University. You're talking about Tommy Tuberville? Tommy Tuberville, yeah. Um, a I senator. Grew watching, grew up watching him uh, beat Alabama in the Iron Bowl. But anyway, uh, I would ask two questions. One, Joy, what's with the Donald Trump look hair right now? <laughs> that, that's a very interesting look for her. Also, you make a lot of money. Like that, that middle bottom tooth that's a little disappointing. Oh my God, can we, straight, can we Invisalign man. that sucker and get oh, that thing man. lined up? That's, that's painful to sit through. Well, I don't understand what her beef is, though. So is Tuberville saying that we need to procreate more with children? Where is the where does this Wait, procreate with children or procreate to have more children? Are, yeah, yeah. yeah, crank out more kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Um, is she is she claiming that Tuberville is um, encouraging? Well, like, where what's the source of this? I think she's I think she's basically saying that the they want the the republicans and conservatives are saying we no more room at the end we're full 10 million people 7 million people were let right, in i got that i got Joe that. watch so if we're full at the end why why do you want to make people have more kids by making your uh Healthcare and you're abortion. I mean, more. we're comparing like apples to kiwis here. We're talking about illegal immigrants versus just, building your own family. I'm just trying to joy explain to you. Yeah, no, I, I just in, we need a lot of interpretation as to where that. And by the way, that that number that she throws out of 10 million that could very well be accurate. It's yeah. being reported that it's 7.2 or 7.3 million. That could be underestimated. That's what we know, right? Well, those are the counted ones, right? So it's estimated that if you if you think about, and this is from the border control of, of officials, the border security officials, they've said that they est they guesstimate that as many as three million more, but they don't know, could have been the gotaways that they couldn't count them. Okay. So that's that's why people are saying nine to ten. Yeah. But the ones who they've actually counted are it's seven point three million. Yeah. I tell you, I don't know what it is with joys. The last thing I think of when I hear Joy Reed or Joy Behar is joy. Like, you bring me joy to my life. You're a joy to be around. They're just so angry about everything all the time. It's really fascinating how they hate their lives. Like, I would think Joy Behar and Joy Reed should have a lot of things that they should be happy about. Yeah. They got the president they want in office. Their bank account looks nice. Yeah. Hell, Joy Joy Behar's. I think Joy's like eighty one, eighty two. She's still. She's far more with it than Joe Biden is. It's a good point. You know. Nick. Yep, it's a very good point. I would be counting my blessings if I was Joy Behar. By the way, Senator Tuberville had tweeted out the sound that Greg just played and said it's a badge of honor. Oh, uh, that Joy went after. Him. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's a badge of honor that Joy yeah. Reid would say this. Yeah, and you hear her disdain for the state of Alabama as well. Yeah, she's she's really on this kick the last couple of weeks, especially in primary season. Boy, she really does not like the white evangelical Christian, does she? You could just the way she frames and positions. She just she has a a, a certain spot in her heart for you people. Well, she's I, I, I was trying to look up. I don't think that she has children. She has three. She does have three yeah. children. Yeah. yeah, she has three. That's what I was trying to look up. Yeah. to the father. Yeah, but she, Poor guy. you know, she's somebody who it just. The way she sang it is, 
you think that she doesn't have children. She yeah, sounds like she she's in, hates children or something. It's like, <laughs> no. oh my. Imagine, I mean, obviously, she's... well, I have children and I hate children. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. But I mean, you know, he obviously Tuberville is somebody who's pro-life and they're yeah. talking about IVF and, you know. Imagine being a Joy Reid's husband and it's a, it's a Friday night. You've had a couple of glasses of wine. You pop a few blue chews and then... <laughs> And then you look at that little toupee she's got on that looks oh. like Donald Trump's hair. Oh. I mean, I, that, that'll deflate you pretty quickly, right? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Get Blue Chew now. I think that's the only thing that Blue Chew can't conquer is Joy <laughs> oh, Reid. Jesus, man. <laughs> where you, Blue oh, Chew goes God, to die. <laughs> Florida is where one so goes mean. to die. You are so mean, and I love it. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, on to more serious things here. So yes. the the man that is charged with a horrifying murder of 22-year-old Lakin Riley is an illegal immigrant, immigrant excuse me, from what uh, what country? I believe Venezuela, Venezuela, right? He crossed on the southern border on September 8th, 2022. So this is Joe Biden. We went in the Wayback Machine on September 20th, 2022, about... Uh, when he was asked a question about immigrants coming to Venezuela, going back to Venezuela, he said this. This is cut six, Phil. Go. On the border, why is the border more overwhelmed under your watch, Mr. President? Because there are three countries that are never have, there are fewer, there are fewer immigrants coming from Central America and from Mexico. This is a totally different circumstance. What's on my watch now is Venezuela, ah. Cuba, and Nicaragua. Mm. And the ability to send them back to those states is not rational. Got it. Uh. You could send them back and have them wait. We're working with Mexico and other countries to see if we can stop the flow. But that's the difference. Not rational to send them that's back. That's right. Uh, that was September 20th, mm-hmm. 2022. This this uh, this gentleman came across the border yep. September 8th, 2022. I remember that clip because Joe was trying to make an exit for the door. He, he thought he was on his way out and he had to come back. And then, by the way, the sign language person on the right of that video, I think she was actually signing everything that the president just said is complete and total BS. By the way, if you want, if you are uh, the Trump campaign and you're listening right now, and I know you are... Um, Take that clip, put a mugshot of this guy or whatever they got of this guy up, yep. and put that woman, uh, Lincoln Riley, a picture of her up. Make a, make an ad out of that. I, Just I saying. totally agree. I said yesterday, if I'm Donald Trump, I go to Athens, Georgia. I hold a um, rally or uh, an event in her honor. I, I truly think, I mean, w- think about what we have seen where... The economics of the election, the economy, was the number one issue. And then we got to Iowa. Then we got to Nevada. Then we got to New Hampshire. And all of a sudden, in those states, the number one issue became immigration. Mm -hmm. It had surpassed the economy. Now you factor in everything we've seen in the last couple of weeks in New York City, officers being assaulted. There was also somebody in Virginia... Um, that I think was sexually assaulted by an illegal immigrant also from Venezuela. I saw that on the news yesterday. And now I, I really think the Lake and Riley thing is the tipping point. I think now you're seeing, as we mentioned earlier, 53% of Americans want the wall finished. First time ever in the Monmouth poll that a majority of Americans want the wall done. We've talked about it, and Greg, you've positioned it. It's pretty much abortion versus immigration. Yep. And now all of a sudden, and maybe immigration is not enough, and maybe immigration, the economy, crime, wars, all of that combined, maybe all of that's not enough to beat abortion in an election. But 
Yesterday, this past weekend is the tipping point. The thing with abortion and immigration and why I think it's these two issues that are going to determine the election, uh, whichever base comes out more for each of these subjects is because both of them, I believe, are you can be a Republican and uh, support um, uh, the 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 not support the Dobbs decision. You can be uh, a, a liberal and not support what's happening in immigration. So they're, they're the ultimate swing crossover crossover issues for some people. Mm-hmm. Now I I get it. Ninety percent of conservatives won't budge on that issue. I'm I'm talking about moderate Republicans mm-hmm. for that issue who might vote for Trump, but because of the Dobbs decision won't or might vote for Biden, but because of the immigration won't. Those are the people that are going to decide this election. I would just love to see polling and what independents think is the bigger issue for voting, yeah. immigration or abortion, because it could very well come down to those small little slivers of independence in, in swing states. But I think in this case, and by the way, there's new, there's a new affidavit, there's new information about this killer from Venezuela that yeah. uh, how brutal... Um, how brutal this murder was that he dragged her into a wooded area Ugh. and her and disfigured her skull. And so this was an extremely violent, vicious crime. And it, and so we await those autopsy reports and we should get more information this week. But the fact that this guy was in custody multiple times, the fact that NYPD picked him up, he was charged involving a, 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 ju- a juvenile or child in that in that alleged crime, the fact that they paroled this guy and put him back out on the streets, I think that they need to make the point that these sanctuary cities, sanctuary states, sanctuary counties are putting these dangerous predators right back out on our streets. And they have to do it state by state. So he crossed the border where Trump is going, which is appropriate, right there in El Paso. Mm-hmm. And to say that, yeah, he may, you know, I'm here in El Paso and this is where these predators, some of them, not all of them, but that's why we have to vet these individuals. Mm-hmm. But if they aren't allowed to vet them here at the gates, they're coming for you. They're coming for your kids, your neighbors, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And they have to, you know, Cavalcanti, who we've talked about, yep. the, that community right here in Chester County, uh, the woman he murdered didn't ha- her life could be saved yeah and and yet how many crimes do do i not even necessarily i don't even know it's an illegal mm-hmm. because their policy is that they don't l- release that yep. so unless you as the news reporter look it up and it you have to you have to basically you have to make the call it's not going to be anywhere in print mm-hmm. and say, is this individual a legal citizen? Yep. So until we start putting pressure on the media as well yep. to report this properly, until we have laws to say it needs to be in there, is this individual a citizen and why aren't you tracking it? Then we don't even know who among us. Well, you know what really needs to happen? And we, we talk about this in different facets of elections and voting. We need to have Republicans that need to start fighting as tenaciously and as dirty as Democrats do. And I'm not talking just about taking advantage of mail-in ballots like Democrats do. You know what you need to do with Lake and Riley? You need to do the same thing that Democrats did for George Floyd. You need to make that a political issue. And as pathetic and sad as that is, I was just going to say you it, need to politicize. It's it. so sad that we're sitting here talking about a human life like this. Yes, you know what I mean. Like, yep. like we're like, well, we need to make a political issue out of it. I get what you're saying, and I'm. 
I'm not blaming you because I said the same thing. They need to make issues out of this. But it's 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 sad that we've come to this. It's like this poor young woman was brutally murdered by mm-hmm. this degenerate who shouldn't yep. have even been here and we're saying like let's make a political issue out of it yep uh i mentioned the uh, assault in virginia i found the story it was 13 hours ago i saw this this was on fox news venezuelan migrant illegally in u.s charged for sexual assault against a minor renzo mendoza montez 32 taken into ice custody facing charges of sexual assault against a minor uh, one more cut, and then we should get to Dawn's big three at eight, um, eight thirty, <laughs> um, eight thirty-two. But uh, by the way, if you're uh, streaming live right now on YouTube, if you had trouble, if you're listening on the Odyssey app at twelve ten WPHC, if you had trouble finding the YouTube show today, we know the issues. We're hoping to get it worked on you. You just have to go and click on the twelve ten WPHT. Uh, page and it should come right up, but it doesn't come up in your feed for whatever reason. I think we're being shadow banned, so everybody just flood flood YouTube right now, uh, just so maybe we can reset the whatever algorithm uh, made this go kablooey. You like that? Uh, kablooey, 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 kablooey. Um, you mentioned earlier, Nick, about how stores now instead of arresting criminals or locking up criminals, they're locking up deodorant. Yeah, lock up the right? products. Uh, well, this store in San Francisco now has a barrier when you walk in. So you walk into the store and there's a giant table set up so you can't go past it. And you need to be accompanied by a staff member oh my God. to go shopping in that store. So you cannot go shopping on your own in that store. A a a staff member needs to come with you and go shopping. This is the news report for that. This is cut five. Phil, go. For a few hours every day, this is what you'll find entering Fredrickson's <laughs> Hardware and Paint. Like a barricade. <laughs> the table alerts customers to wait for assistance at the door, a move that's being attributed to, quote, rampant shoplifting. It's pretty bad. I mean, the uh, dollar amounts... Are pretty significant. Oh, he's got the yeah, mask on. Tools, and now we're getting snatched. <laughs> he just lost credit. Come in and take hold displays. So it's getting kind of dangerous for the employees and the customers. Store manager Sam Black says for two hours in the morning and two hours in the evening, an employee will work with an individual customer. The table serves as a way to keep potential thieves from moving freely in and out of the store. We just want to make it uncomfortable for the thieves so they go somewhere else. Oh my God. Black says over his 24 years of working at Fredrickson's, the theft is the worst it has ever been. Staff has had to drill down pots and pans to keep shoplifters from swiping them. Mm -hmm. They've also had to put in locking systems to keep people from pocketing tools and other household hardware. One customer telling Cron 4 off-camera that the situation is just sad. Yeah, people aren't happy. The regulars just, um, they can't believe it. Like, we can't believe it, but, you know, they've been really understanding. Black says he and his staff had to try something because they had not much success getting help from city leaders or the police. At this point, the one-on-one shopping experiment has been going on for three weeks. Black says they'll review the results after a month. Just had to do something. California, baby. California, baby. Can you imagine? I mean, those tables there that prevent you from walking in, (laughs) Fredrickson's the store has a bigger deterrent with a table than we have as the the southern border <laughs> wall. It's more difficult to get into Fredrickson's than it is to get into the United States. That's not inclusive. Yeah, it's not inclusive. Uh, right. Yeah, Mr. Right. Black, I need a, a bottle of Pine Soul. Uh, come right this way, aisle four, sir. I'll take you right to get it. But think about this in a, on a more serious note. Think about 
if you're a small business owner, and I'm assuming that this is a small business, you lose all the people that just kind of go in your store yep. and look around and say, oh, I need this, or oh, yep. I, I, because you go in there and you say, they say, what do you need? And you're like, I don't know. I just mm-hmm. want to look. Yep. And Nobody's going to do that. If the big corporate companies and the big chains are leaving the Bay Area, I'm assuming that was somewhere in, in San Francisco <laughs> or roughly in that area. If those companies can't afford to stay, Fredericksons, I got news for you. They're going to be out of business very quickly. Sure. If the mom and pops can't, if the big box, if Walgreens is out, mm-hmm. Joe's Corner Store is out. 100%. Yep. Wow. Yeah. That's just sad. It, we have to bolt down the the frying pans. <laughs> you can't even everybody, if somebody tries to rob you, you can't even take the pan Nick, off the shelf and hit him in the head with it. Nick, everybody must eat. Okay, you have to really understand that it's not it's not their fault. That everybody must eat. They they just need bread for their kids. Exactly isn't, right. Isn't that what AOC said? That's what she said. Yeah. Wow. I'm telling you what. What a world we live in. Yeah. All right, that'll do it for uh, round one of the cut sheet. We'll come back, get to Dawn's big three. Now let's get to the big three now. Oh, let's get to oh, it right I now. Know. Dawn Stenzel's big three <laughs> at 8.34. It's the big three at eight on Kale and Company. And number one, we are talking about what's going on in Pennsylvania, Philadelphia, and beyond. My computer froze. Sorry about that. On this rainy, warm evening, that's what we're headed for today. So let's talk about it as we... Ah, sorry, my computer froze on Big 3. The Big 3 needs blue blue chew. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry. Boy, they're getting a lot of love, aren't they? Is your hard drive struggling? (laughs) Thank God. You need more RAM? Hey, guys. Mm. So, number one, I will take you to this. Uh, President Joe Biden says he now hopes there will be a ceasefire in the Israel-Hamas conflict by next Monday. So that's the latest number we have. And TikTok as well. We have uh, a potential government shutdown. We're going to run out of money by Friday if they don't come to a deal. So we've got that going on. Number two, some of our Philadelphia Phillies, because we've been talking about baseball, spring training, they got rear-ended. Oh, uh uh-oh. Yeah. They took one in the fanny. The fanny. (laughs) They uh, literally, they did. They got rear-ended. That's the story. So this happened. They were headed I-95. They were headed north out of the west coast of Florida. And this was their bus carrying our precious Philadelphia Phillies. I wonder if it was Tony Bruno and Miss Robin that (gasps) rear-ended. We'll find out tomorrow at 8.30. (laughs) Yeah. You know what? I bet you he'll have a great take, a local take on this one. Yeah, he's going to be all baseballed up. I'm going to have to reel him in tomorrow like a big marlin. (laughs) So I don't know what was, if somebody was liquored up. We don't know the cause of this, but a car rear-ended the Phillies bus. And so they had their big spring training, one of their games against the Red Sox. This was in Fort Myers, Florida. If you're familiar, maybe Susie Cool was there, maybe Tony, Bruno, and Miss Robin. But carrying the players and the staff, and it was hit right near the on-ramp onto I-75 North. All right, so Bryce Harper will be out for another two years. (laughs) Stop. Oh, there goes the Phillies' win total of 89.5. I took the over. That's a loser. Now, here's the good news. No, nobody was injured. Oh, good. Well, that's okay? Good. That's good. So nobody was injured. Everybody's okay. John Brazier's okay? John Brazier giving out some uh, Asher's chocolates. We got that going for us, which is nice. <laughs> it's, almost no. bra- it's almost Brazier season. We'll be seeing him soon. I know, right? Yeah. I can't wait. Maybe it was Brazier driving the vehicle that hit the bus. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, is he on Poor the bus? Yeah, I don't know. No, we don't know the circumstances. How do you run into a bus? I know. 
It's that's ridiculous. I know it's because people aren't paying attention. Right? Yeah, because they're on their stinking device. Yeah. It's like, oh my god, it's slow down in traffic. I need to see if anybody texted me or emailed me because I'm so important. Mm-hmm. I think we're going to get to a point one day where you know you have those breathalyzers for people with DUI history. If if it can be proven that you are in an accident because of a phone, mm. you're going to have to you you will only be able to start your vehicle if your phone is in one of those little sockets on the dashboard. Yeah. Ooh. Wow. About that for safety. Much like a breathalyzer. I like that. Yeah. Probably so, a bit too intrusive. But yeah, yeah, I was just going to say, <laughs> big government, nanny state, Nick Hale. <laughs> Put the phone down. So a couple of follow-ups on Nick Hale's favorite person, Taylor Swift. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> I'll be at the bathroom. You guys can wrap this up. I'll be back in the love Taylor Swift. So a couple of follow-ups. So the other day, I know we were, we were um, talking about the fact that Kelsey's dad, our own Jason Kelsey and, and, you know, I almost called him Taylor Kelsey, Travis Kelsey. Their dad was defending against Bethany Frankel, who was putting down their marriage plans or whatever. And so and so actually, Mr. Ed Kelsey was pushing back on Bethany, and that was pretty funny. Well, now it's Taylor's dad. So Taylor Swift's dad is reacting to these allegations that her dad, Scott Swift, had assaulted these photographers down under, oh, meaning oh. Australia. Oh, okay. So she's in concert in in Australia, and there were all these these photographers. And, oh, he was punching us. Taylor's dad was punching us. It was terrible. Well, no, they're pushing back, saying no. That in fact it was the other way around. They were being assaulted. Dad was being assaulted. And the photographers got what was coming to them. Well, I'll tell you what, a lot of drama surrounding this uh, this clique, this group lately. You notice that? It's just more than just, you know, oh, well, uh, Taylor's dating Travis. Yeah, a lot of drama with all these Klingons and accessories and family members. This is why the story nauseates me, to be honest. The truth, I think, is that this is why they have to hire security details. Yeah. You know? Because if you're Taylor Swift's dad, people see dollar signs mm-hmm. and they think, oh, let's sue, buddy. You know what I mean? And so they, um, I would always have cameras around. I would have, you have to have all that security mm-hmm. because they're going to try to sue you. Remember they tried to sue Gwyneth Paltrow. That's right. And she fought back and won in court, mm-hmm. by the way. Yep. And I'm trying to get to the bottom of this story of Don Jr., Don Trump Jr., mm-hmm. the story that he opened an envelope, had white powder, they're saying it wasn't deadly, but it was some kind of a white. He received a letter with what, a threat. What was that? Anthrax when uh, yeah. right after nine eleven, two thousand and one. Yeah. So I don't know. Was it a gift from the White House? Maybe it was that kind of white maybe, powder. Maybe it was Hunter's cocaine. It you was, know, it, there was a death threat note in there too. Yeah. So, oh. Yeah. Are we buying that? Yeah. Okay. I'm always suspect of, of when people receive those things. Yeah. Sometimes I think they're planted for no. attention. Yeah. No, I don't think so. Okay. I think it was a legit. I mean, I the authorities are investigating it. Yeah. And it happens probably more than we Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. But um but with celebrities, but there are copycats, which is why sometimes they won't report it. In this one the police chose to release that and then they're confirming it. But okay. yeah, I think this is a Now, now are they just busting his chops? Were they plotting it? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if they catch that person and fingerprint it. Yeah. That person's going to face felony charges. So, bright sunny day. Tonight, the rain moves mm. in. Kale and Company, Big Three. All right, Don, thank Wet you. Wet and much. warm this evening. 855 839 1210. We will come back, wrap up the hour with a story from Wendy's. Uh-oh. And then 
We've had a lot of heavy stuff. We've done a lot of numbers, a lot of polls, a lot of data. Going to lighten it up a little bit. I've got a Wendy's story, and we have a Mary Poppins story. Uh-oh. You're not going to get this for 20 minutes on talk radio anywhere else, folks. <laughs> this is the kind of exclusive that makes Kale and Company shadow banned on YouTube. And we're back after this. <laughs> Stay right there. Yeah, I've been talking about the rain. It feels like springtime. How's your lawn doing? When choosing a lawn care service, doesn't it just make sense to hire a company that provides better results and is also safer for your family? And remember your pets, my buddy boy. He's getting up there. I need to make sure that there are no harsh chemicals on my lawn. And that's why I choose Natural Lawn of America. That's my lawn care company. Natural Lawn's environmentally friendly approach to lawn care has been creating green lawns quickly and more naturally and with fewer weeds since 1987. Unlike other one-size-fits-all companies, their technicians will work to determine the specific needs of your lawn. Natural Lawn's exclusive organic, and as you know, I love this, organic-based products are designed to work with nature, not against it, which means they're safer for every member of your family, even your furriest ones. So kick the chemical lawn habit. Get started today with Natural Lawn's safer products and programs. Just take advantage of their limited-time offer right now, free seeding every year. Just schedule Natural Lawn's full-service program. You get free seeding every year. Call 800-FREE-SEED, 800-F-R-E-E-S-E-E-D. You know, I have neighbors come over and they say, oh, what's going on with the bees and the hummingbirds? Then they look out the window and they go, oh my gosh, look at that, a hummingbird. I don't have any of these issues that people talk about, and I believe this is why. So seriously, Natural Lawn of America, choose my lawn care company. Greener grass, fewer weeds, guaranteed. Tell Dawn sent you. Start your day with Kale and Company, weekday mornings 6 till 10, on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and the free Odyssey app.